Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Raina. I'm Rail. And I'm Marcus. And this is Talking. Here we have our weekly reunions to share what we go through and grow through with the people we have chosen as family. And today we're talking about security and what that looks like for each of us in our different phases of our lives. I love it. Well, Danny, go ahead. Since you started off, what would you say is security for you? Um, my level of security has evolved or what I my notion of security has evolved since as I've grown into a woman um, and also a mom and a wife. I would say, uh, and I also had some life experience that definitely have changed what I thought security was. So I thought growing up, you know, security would be, well, I was raised, background, I was raised by very traditionally Southern black parents. Um, my dad was very much into the notion of well, have your own so no one could take anything from you. Um, I'm the fourth of five, all daughters, and very into us all getting degrees, uh, making sure we would never want our need for anything from anyone, uh, particularly a man. So I was very much raised that education was such a big deal for me because in my dad's eyes, that was the pathway to not need anybody. And so growing up like that, and this is a lot of black women are taught this growing up is you get your degree and you don't need anybody, uh, especially not no man. Nobody can take anything from you. You get your piece of paper. Um, also get a lot of from older women to, you know, always have something on the side, you know, have a little, I don't know, Arena, if you've gotten this talk of have oh, some yeah. money in a coat pocket, right. or have an account that nobody knows, knows about, about. <laughs> you'll be all right and make sure he doesn't know about this account. So being raised that way, it was not easy getting married at 23 years old and making money from this degree. And then like, oh, now we need to get a joint account. Oh, what? We, personal note, I hope I'm not stepping on your toes. We did not get a joint account until two or three years into being married. Because both of us are like, hmm, it just wasn't a priority. Especially not for me. So having that experience and um, of just being, so security for me meant, you know, we can share his money, but my money was not to be very much shared. And that shifted um, in our relationship when we 100% had to depend upon each other. And it's scary. Mm. It's it's terrifying. Like, we look at the account <sighs> sometimes and like, whoo, we should not have eaten out that much. Or, but now it's us looking at each other and not looking at me like, oh, I can't even tell Ariel how much money is in this account or how much money is not in this account that should be or that I'm behind, I haven't paid this or I haven't paid that, where it's like now it's all transparent. But the level of security was like, I had to be secure within myself and then pretend to be secure within my my marriage. So, and then like, I think that when you're raised that way, it kind of messes up your relationship with God to think like to be, or like a higher power because you depend upon yourself because, and you're taught that out of fear because a lot of women were left or they had to, or not just left, like my dad passed away and so my mom had to figure it out. But it's like to be raised that way of like, well, take care of yourself. So you never have to be in this place. It doesn't allow you to have a real dependency or real faith in anything besides you, which is terribly, it can be terribly scary and it can make you real callous. So like if somebody doesn't come through for you, then you just want to immediately, you don't know how to deal with them. You deal with them in a way of like, I don't want to deal with you or you don't deal with them at all. Right. 
I think it's interesting too because for me security was is transition throughout my life. When I was really young, security just really meant like consistency. Like Mm -hmm. if I need X or if I want to talk about X, can I consistently go to this person? If I can consistently go to them and they're there and they won't harm me or they'll they'll support me in that situation, I was secure with them. So that was like a safe place. As I got older, um, security meant control. And the reason why it shifted from consistency to control was because when you realize that your security is rooted in consistency, and there's not a lot of that, you decide that you have to be the person that you depend on for your own security. So then it turns into control. Um, And and interestingly, in my family, there aren't a lot of, growing up, there weren't a lot of positive role models. When I got older, the people who I thought were positive male role models, I would say that specifically, um, the few people who I thought were amazing, they turned out to be just as problematic. as well, and it was kind of like, huh, like there, there are really no good men in my family. And that's, I'm, somebody's gonna hear that and feel bad, but that's true. Like, that's how I felt. And I'm just now kind of getting past that. But when it comes to like dealing with men and feeling secure, like, mm, I'm still in the control phase. I'm still in the like, you cool. Like, you don't necessarily just have to be the cherry on top of my cupcake or my sundae. You can maybe be like the fudge. Or like the caramel sauce, but you still not gonna be the main scoop. Like that's just not gonna be. You're not gonna be the cup. You're not about to be the spoon. Like you will still be an auxiliary, or maybe one day you might grow to be like the extra scoop. So instead of me just having one, you have two. So I just have a personal a lot of growth to do when it comes to security and kind of like letting go of that. But it's real, like as women specifically, and I know that our men is about to. They're all sitting on the edge of their sheets, ready to like <laughs> get in on this conversation. But it's really really hard, like. When you, yeah. when you feel like there is no safe place but yourself, yeah. you try to you try to control everything. You try to control your finances. Mm-hmm. You try to control your emotions. You take advantage of when major milestones happen in your life. You make decisions. I'm gonna choose this person because I do because I feel about th- feel this way, and I know that if I do this at this time, I can have control of my emotional response. Yeah. Right. Rather than doing it with the other person, and like be, there's so many decisions I've literally made based on me controlling the situation. And I think that when you really look at that, it's kind of like, that's a problem. (laughs) Are you really living or are you managing? And it's false too, right? So like if something happens to me tomorrow and I'm calling myself my security system, then what? If I can't work tomorrow, I'm screwed. Cause I didn't rely on anybody else. So I just think it's real, it's real hard for us out here, young women. I think it can be. I think as it shifts of like being a mom. Yeah, okay, so my my dad passed away when I was 16. My mom passed away when I was 23. And so the notion of like exactly what you say, it's like people, they go home. That I had to create a home. So, or for myself and for my, my little sister. Um, or my husband and I, like, we can't, like, we can't go to my mom's house for Sunday dinner. That's, that's never happening. Um, so just feeling like exactly what you said, like, it's just you and your 10 toes. Like, if I don't, if I don't provide, not provide, but like, if I got to control the situation, I, I used to feel like that. And I feel like now, once I let it go, and it wasn't until I think maybe like two years ago. So we were already married, already had two kids that I was like, I don't need the control is when I felt the most secure of like, I have a teammate. 
So it's not just me falling. Like my actions aren't just about me. It's about three other people. And this one person who's literally like whether I'm right, wrong or in between is literally like, yes, okay. Like we can talk through it. We can get through this. We can we can manage it all together. But it's when you try to manage it by yourself. And I think even that with like whatever your source is, your higher power, you know, mine for me is God. It's I think God does that same thing. Like, okay. And I feel like God multiple times let me hit the wall. Okay, do it by yourself. Go, <laughs> go do it by yourself and see what happens. And it's never happened well. Like nothing has ever happened well. Or like, I know for you, um, for both of us, we've talked about this before, just like trying to manage our lives and trying to be, okay, I'm gonna make this smart move and I'm gonna make this smart move. And it's never the right move. And then the move that you like, just falls out the sky. Like for me particularly, oh, like career. I'm, there's never a time that I applied for a job and it was just like this that was the job that I was supposed to be in I've always anytime I've applied for a job it's like nah that's that's not it and every time I've got every job that I've taken it's because I've been referred to somebody or somebody was like yeah I'm looking for you so every time I've gotten a job it's been by referral someone knew me or I knew someone so yeah just letting go and that's kind of how my notion of security has evolved but i'm interested to hear what you men would like to say about security so uh hop on in there yeah <laughs> well let me go ahead and break the ice then uh wow you know what when i have i've got the obviously the time to now think about security for me and i have to say security for me has always been being as close to the top as possible but not being at the top so what I've kind of realized, like growing up for me, like security has been just working hard enough to where I'm not doing the full I could do and not also not messing up bad enough to where it's going to cost me. And I've kind of played that middle game because one thing about, I know about myself, like being 27 now, like being through all the stuff that I've been through in my life, I can look back and see, wow, like security for me has just been be average, just be a solid enough to where you're pushing with what God gave you or what I believe God gave me. And that's cool enough to where nobody's coming for you, but you're also not pulling every ounce of yourself into everything you do. And so that's what security has been for me. It's just been kind of like growing up. Like when I look back at it, especially where my head is now, it's like, yeah, when I look back at it, it's just like I've been raised by great parents who have done great things put me through a great opportunity as far as going to private school. God allowed me to meet four other beautiful sisters that I have. So now I have a total of five sisters, you know, being the second oldest out of that, having nephews, having all kinds of a father that persevered through all kinds of a tethered past. And, it's, and I look at it and it's like, wow, you know what? Security for me has just been the average. And it's funny because now you know, going through all the things that God, me, God allowed me to pull through, you know, I got one point just to be real, I was I had to leave my university at one point and then I had to, you know, obviously fight, get my way back to so I can go back and graduate from that school. And now looking back at it after I graduated, even after that, thinking that, OK, now I did just enough to get the degree through that. Now I'm going to go in. You know, at one point, my focus was let's be a full on entrepreneur. Boom. Go through that route. Like we're going Olympics, that changes, bam, now we full entrepreneur, but we're doing just enough to be in it, 
but not enough to max it out to take it to where its full potential needs to be. And so now I look at myself, it's like, man, you know, I've worked now for the career that I've been in. And I see how one of the things we talked about today at our church is we have to let certain things go in order to go where we need to go. Mm -hmm. And so I can look at that and see now how security for me has shifted to where the only way I could be secure is to know that I'm letting go of the things that cause of a secure mindset to think do just enough instead of max out every opportunity with everything that you have because that's all you have so that other things can be supplemented in along that journey and i'm speaking you know really just about my own personal life it may sound like i'm preaching but i'm really talking out loud to myself because i'm very clear you know at the age of 27 like my definition of security deep in my heart has been just that and now i can look like i said thankful going forward all the things that i just shared and what security is now for me as a man and i see also another definition of security for me as a man now is to build a network of other strong men who are also trying to do the same things because there is a lack of strong male presence and i'm just saying that in itself i'm not saying what 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 what's going on with everything out here but i just got to be real it's a lack of a strong male presence of masculinity so that's just my take on that. So, you know, to God be the glory. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to just one second. Um, I think there's a lack of a strong male presence. I'm not sure there's a lack of masculinity. Yeah. Because there's a lot of displays of quote unquote masculinity, but you can be masculine and not be a man in my personal opinion, or not have, like, the proper values. You can display what you think is... Or be a good man. Or be a good man, is what I should say. But you can display what you think is, you know... Well, I think... On, on, tra well, on let's, track. Well, but, let's figure it out. What yeah. do we think the definition of masculinity is? So let's kind of unpack that. So then we have that thing. Or maybe that's another episode. Yeah, that's, that's another episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's, say, let's say that for another We're gonna episode. We're going to have to bring that back. But I will say, I like it. with... Uh, with security, um, it definitely does grow as you get older. Um, you know, when you're young and your parent, if you're, if you do, if you are fortunate, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have my mom there and, you know, uh, had, a she, she got married, came along with a positive family, some brothers and things like that. So I had a good network. I had, a, I had grandparents. I had a lot of people that really loved me, you know, and I realized, you know, looking back at that, I'm really grateful for that. So, you know, that was taken care of. I feel like um, security for me then was really, I don't know, like one thing I do know, well, it was me and my mom just for for a while, you know, and I watched her go through relationships and things like that. And then, you know, I was, you know, excited to finally have a family and things like that. So I haven't... Security in me was really, really having a family. I really didn't think about that much as a young, as being young, but that was what secure security was for me. Um, and now actually having one, um, it has evolved to being able to, to produce and provide for, for this family, to make sure that they are afforded the opportunities. Like, you know, knowing that I'm doing my best to put them in their best, in the best position to win makes me feel safe and secure. I feel like, you know, my things are taken care of if those things are handled. And so it's now moving into position to be able to do that, uh, building assets and things like that, that would in, in, in creating an environment that would produce fruit towards that. That's why as I was listening to uh, 
Danny and Rena earlier, especially Rena, hitting the court about security and, and about men being around, you know, that really uh, struck my heart because it's like having a daughter now, you know, that's it. You know, it would it would burden me. It would it would really hurt me to hear her grow up and say that she didn't have that example. You know what I mean? Or that or that the men that she was around still didn't provide the right example, knowing that I was there. Or it would or, you know, she says that because I wasn't there, you know. And she was exposed to other men, you know, that's it's so <clears throat> I feel like another thing is we just have to be mindful as men. I feel like, you know, regardless whether you have your own children or not, as as becoming a man, to be able to say that you're a man, you need to be um, understanding that you are your presence is is to be providing security for others. Exactly. On all levels. And, exactly. And, and, exactly. and realizing that exactly. the more safe that you feel, uh, make others feel, the more safe you will actually feel. Exactly. That masculinity topic is going to be great. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. So, real talk. Maybe we come back to this and we talk about like this, how men feel safe or what makes men yeah. feel safe. I think that would be a good next podcast or another podcast we do. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay, let's, in terms of relationships, like, what, like, let's say, okay, let's, in terms of romantic relationships, or even friendships, what makes you feel secure? As men, like, what makes you feel secure? Like, what, like, like you talked about, like, having a group of strong men around you, or, like, men, what does that mean for you? Like, how do you feel secure in your friendships? Like, I mean, because people the that Asia are going to hold me accountable, like people that oh. I can trust to hold me accountable to the things that I say I want, mm-hmm. and that's where ultimately security starts. I think within yourself because it comes. It, it's also with being it transparent, you know. And security comes trust and reliability and all of that. Yeah, it it, it definitely does. You, I mean, you build confidence is just trusting yourself. And you build that by keeping promises to yourself, mm-hmm. which once again comes with what Rena talked about consistency. The more consistent you are with keeping set, doing the things that you say that you would do, being honest with yourself, the more you believe in those type of things and the more you can believe that you can afford to trust and to invest into that because you know it to be proven over a period of time, over a number of circumstances, you know? And so um, I feel like with friends, it's definitely that people that hold me accountable to the things I, I want to do, the people that are that hold themselves accountable to the things that said they're going to do. I recognize that because I see that they, you know, are a person of their word. You know what I mean? Now I can trust them to give them my word and them to hold me accountable to my word. Yeah. And I think the same thing with our our uh, our ladies as well. Like women, we do like. Don't get me wrong. Like women, men, we do love the sex. The we love the, you know, if you know how to cook, you personally, you know, being able to cook is a good thing. You like a good meal. <laughs> I think every man likes a good meal, you feel me? But, and all of that is good, you know? And if there is some reliability in that, consistency in that, you like that too. But you want a woman also to be able to, to, to check you on your stuff, you know what I mean? To hold you accountable. 
And I think women do that. And you have a woman that doesn't, if she doesn't take you on that, but all she does is pleasure you all the time, like, ultimately, you're going to resent that woman over time. And I think a lot of women uh, get mad and get caught up in relationships like that because they think they're pleasuring their man all the time, but they're not holding him accountable to the man he says he wants to, to a certain standard. And then they're mad when that man ultimately disses them and leaves them afterwards once he realizes, wow, yeah. I've been living a lie, and this partner of mine has been allowing me to live that lie. Yeah. So. I got two words. Wow, that was great, Ariel. I got two words just off of everything that he said. Res- respect and results. And that goes mm. for friendships, romantic, yeah. any type of ships, right? All of them relationships, right? <laughs> All the ships. Championships, chocolate <laughs> chips. Woo, here, right? Hot. <laughs> right? Listen, so listen, chips. listen, respect first because that's where it all starts, right? A person has to respect you, like through their True. behavior, not through their words, through yeah. their behavior. It's always about behavior and friendships. One of those words that comes with the respect is accountability. If I'm a friend and I tell Ariel, hey, listen, I'm really trying to uh, put on, go to the gym three times a week, every week until this, until the new year hits, him respecting me is going to be, hey, have you been doing what you said you were going to do? Have you been following through? Because he respects me enough to say, you're my friend. You said you want to do this. You're this type of person. I know you're this type of person. What's going on? And that's what I see respect in that. And then on the results on a friendship, it's a person that's doing what they said they're going to do and holding themselves accountable, even before somebody else comes in and holds them accountable. Like, I shouldn't need Ariel to tell me to go to the gym three times a week. It's great if he does. It's, it's just sweet. Right. But it's I still have to be producing the results and same thing for him in his life. He's a married man. He's got two children. You know what I mean? He's doing a beautiful thing. You and Danny are are doing your thing. So he has to hold himself to a standard before I should even have to come in and say anything before that. Right. Period. So that's that. Right. That's on the on the friendship. And then in the relationship, I got a time right right where Ariel left off. It's like, yeah, like because the pleasure thing is silly. It's like that's not respect for either person you know and i'm just obviously i've lived my life right you know so i know from experience what works and what doesn't work or at least i'm learning right as god was so have it and that's just that on that right now but going forward seriously though it is about respecting results because i believe that you know i learned something a long time ago from a wise man named daniel williams and he said you know always remember your abcs you know and that's attitude behavior and conversation and behavior will always come before conversation on how a person carries themselves and respects one another. You know, I hear so much, it's so much slander. Like we talked about the social media thing. That's a whole nother topic. But we talked about so much slander about how people would just say one thing in, in this avenue, but it's not really, you know, intentional because it's social media, but it's not real. It's like, what? Like, I can't see, trust that, it. You know what I mean? See, that's where respect gets thrown out on any yeah. form. And it's like, so that's just going to mess up every type of relationship, you know, and obviously the results from that are going to be poor as it is, you know? So that's what I just see it. Respect and results on any type of relationship, you know, respect yourself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. period. Brick after brick. And it's wow. how you, how you build it. So, man, awesome. that was a great, great, great episode for today. Yeah. I think we'll put pin it right there. Yeah, we might come back with another one later and have y'all give a, the in-depth mail view. Yeah, we're very interested. If you have any other opinions about that, definitely let us know. Put it in the comments. 
um, you know, holler at us on social media. Definitely, we want to hear your stories and we want to add to our family. Yeah. So, what's security to you? How do you feel secure in any ship, as Marcus would say? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, family. That's another episode of Talking. <laughs>